Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, one of the things that I did when I first got this business, when I when I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know nothing about real estate or whatever, wherever I went, I always put on a Welcome to the Realtor Life Podcast. I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, CEO, broker, Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Uh, excited about a new episode today. I have on a I have a great guest, great realtor. He's been a really been down with Brooks and Davis for a while from the beginning, even before he before he was an agent with us. Uh, I remember Rick coming in, and uh, you know when he was you know relocating he relocating from I believe he was coming from Vegas. Um, but very excited to uh, have this conversation with Rick and learn a little bit more about him. And that's what this platform is about. So before we get into the interview, uh, Rick, let me just kind of share with everybody uh, the way that this works. So the Real to Life podcast is a platform that allows realtors to offer the other dimensions of who we are, right? Um, I feel like our marketplace, uh, as well as our customer base, doesn't necessarily uh, doesn't necessarily, I don't want to say respect, but I don't appreciate, let me use that word, don't appreciate the fact that, you know, it's more than just about us showing properties or selling homes or, any, you know, that we're people too. So I wanted to create a platform to where, uh, and, and not only are we people, you know, we, we're great people doing great things, having great stories. And I feel like the world needs to hear those. So that's what this podcast is all about giving realtors an opportunity uh, to sh showcase the other passions that they have in their life um, as they do this, this, this dance between, you know, passion and real estate and helping people and serving and life and all of that. So that's what that's about. And then there may be some coaching opportunities that we're able to take advantage of uh, with our time today as well. So with that being said, I want to introduce Mr. Ricardo Davis. We call him Rick Davis. How you doing, Rick? How you doing, Mike, man? Appreciate you for having me this week. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I appreciate you coming on board, brother. I really do. Let me turn this mic up a little bit. All right, man. So the way that this goes, Rick, um, and I got my chat open, so it looks like we already have some questions coming in um, from some of our people, man. Um, Perfect. So the way that the, we always like to start off with, you know, where can they follow you, Rick? Like, you know, as we talk, I know people are going to enjoy this, this dialogue. So they're going to want to follow you on different social media platforms and things like that. So where's the best way for them to engage uh, with you on social media? I humbly would ask everyone on the chat if you guys are so moved to follow me on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. That is R-I-C. And you can also follow my podcast on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Network. Um, I want to thank everyone for taking some time out of their Tuesday to sit in with me and Mike today. Um, I'm glad that we were able to get this rescheduled. Unfortunately, last week, the weather wouldn't permit Michael and I getting together with everyone. I hope everyone on the chat is doing well. Um, I hope everyone in the chat is, chat is being safe. And everybody's family is taken care of. Um, this is really Absolutely. cool what you're doing, Mike. I really like uh, this platform that you have. 
and allowing us to interact with other members of the organization that we may not necessarily have a chance to meet with on a regular basis. So that Absolutely. is really, 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 really cool. And I appreciate Absolutely. that though. Absolutely. Everyone who I haven't met before, nice to meet you all. Look forward to meeting everyone in person sometime. Absolutely. So now let me ask you a question, Rick, because I don't know off the top of my head. Do you know how long that you've been a, a, a realtor at Brooks and Davis? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do know for a fact, um, because when I came back from Vegas, um, you guys have been the only real estate brokerage that I've ever worked with. So um, it's 2021. I came mm -hmm. back in 2014. So oh, yes, wow. we're six and three quarters years. Yeah. Wow, man. That's good. You know, the, for me, man, the time just, I, I, I tend to forget how long some of the people have been with us because I mean, six years, I can't even imagine. I, I can still, I still, I still remember the day that like you actually came back and we was in that other building and you came into the office right. and I met you for the first time. Uh, and you were talking about how you had relocated and you was working up there at Pulte, man. And that, that just don't seem like that was six years ago, but I mean, look, it, it is. Hey, man. It's great. Six man. years ago. Six years ago, I used to be able to wear a beard. Now my beard getting so great that I just shave it off now. So. <laughs> hey man, you and I, me both. <laughs> right. So look, man, let's let's tell the people about some of your hobbies and your activities, man. Like, what are some of the things that you're into? Well, you know, cool thing is, um, for people who've never had the opportunity to live on the West Coast, it broadened my horizons. So, um, I got a bit more into fitness not necessarily the things that I had been working out before I moved to West Coast, but I've been doing things like yoga. Um, I appreciate meditation a bit more than before I was living out on the West Coast. Um, I've even had the opportunity to appreciate the value of acupuncture <laughs> and things of that nature. So from that standpoint, I'm really big into personal wellness, um, taking some time to meditate on a regular basis. I do feel like we all as entrepreneurs and professionals, this, this hamster wheel that we can seem like we're on can seem never ending. So I always try to take the time to give myself some start points, some end points, just to feel like I'm resetting. A lot of people do that on New Year's Eve, but I kind of look at it like um, football players do. Like they have an end of a season, then they have an off season, then they start up a new season. So I try to um, take some time to decompress because sometimes, especially in real estate, we can get caught up in our own thoughts a lot. Or Absolutely. maybe it's just me. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Look, me. look. I was, I was, I, I did my workout this morning. I did my meditation this morning. So I agree with you 100%. It's a great way to decompress. So, what was the difference? Do you think uh, from going from Houston? Well, going from not necessarily Houston, or or did you did you go from Houston to Vegas, or were you did you go from SFA to Vegas? Yeah, uh, no, I moved from Houston to um, Vegas. Now, it could be the the experience could be different from for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have any family west of Dallas. I've never lived west of Dallas. I don't know anybody out there. So for me, it was like uh, it was the uh, I was blazing my own trail. So what it did for me is it exposed me to different outlooks, different um, thought processes. And one thing I've learned is that in different parts of this country, since the climates can be so different, people's thoughts about outdoor activities, the type of things they do when they're outdoors can be a lot different. So I wasn't a hiking guy 
because I always thought I was a city dude. I wasn't a camping guy because I was always a city dude. I didn't do stuff like uh, hunting or fishing. You know what I'm saying? I was the quintessential urban concrete wanderer. So what that did was give me an opportunity to embrace some things that I, not, that I didn't necessarily appreciate before. And it gave me some enlightenment and it helped me to relax a little bit. I think before I moved to the West Coast, I was a bit high strung. Awesome, man. So, all right, good stuff, man. So let's talk about, so med meditation, working out, those are some of the other things. Are there any, any other things that you do maybe with your family? Oh, well, with the fam, you know, it's kind of cool. Uh, I've taken up uh, video editing and content creation as part of the, my real estate platform. But what it's also spun off into is also like a part-time passion. So I do little cool things like uh, we record cheesy family videos and I edit them up and I put like popular music behind them so that we look cheesy, but sound cool. So that's the kind of stuff that I do in my spare time. Uh, and and that's, that's, that's stuff on your IG? Like where do you post these cheesy family videos, man? Oh, now see, now that's the thing, see. Um, me and my family, we have a, a spoken agreement that we will all have to okay every piece of content before it's uploaded. So it's gotta be like, it's not a majority thing. It has to be everybody's, it's gotta be unanimous. So there hasn't been anything that everybody in my family like how they look at the same time. So I <laughs> tend not to post these things publicly, but what I do is um, we have a little family chat between my mom, and uh, some aunts and stuff like that. So we will send it around the family and poke fun at each other that way. But as far as uh, my social media, I try to keep that a bit more real estate based unless you go to like my IG stories or my reels and then you get to see some outtakes and me mess up some lines and, yeah. and sponsor readings and stuff like that. So that's cool. <laughs> now I know you, know, one, you know, one of the things that you mentioned in your questionnaire when you prepare for this, uh, was about keeping up with technology, right? Yes. What What are some of the ways that you go about making sure, and I'm pretty sure the audience would love to hear this because, you know, as realtors, we're all, you know, we kind of get that thing shoved down our throat about mm -hmm. technology and using the right technology. You know, how do you go about keeping up with technology and how do you, how do you utilize technology or, or, or where do you see technology fitting and how you run your business? You know, it's... Um... I'm glad you asked. It's, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, Michael, as long as we've been in real estate, we've seen the advent of social media and a lot of the technological advances have happened on our watch. So what I've had to learn to do is adopt and adapt. And depending on the situation, adapt, then adopt. And what I mean by that is, is that um, I'm not a natural ham in front of the camera. Mm. Um, my experience with entertainment and production had always been in more of a uh, managerial, supervisory, and behind the camera standpoint. But it was a producer, you was the producer. Right. <laughs> but unfortunately, I feel like since my personal appearance is pretty nondescript and I look like a pretty regular everyday guy, I had to do something different to stand out in this real estate space. So um, that's where adopting and adapting to technology and social media has really come to play for me from a professional and personal standpoint. 
Um, I urge everyone, if you don't necessarily feel like um, content creation or you don't necessarily feel as if you are photogenic, there are ways, especially with technology now, to market yourself and not necessarily feel as if you are putting yourself in a starring position. Yeah. Now, I didn't, I didn't realize these things until I started doing more research and getting really involved. But the more that I do it, the more I see um, best use. And it's turned me a bit more of a fan of technology as, from a general production standpoint, which is cool, because I so was not like that before. Absolutely. All right. So I think I think this is a good time for me to kind of jump, uh, pose a question to you from somebody in the chat. This is from Ellen. OK. Uh, you know, she had a question of how many hours a day uh, were you calling leads? That's her question. Ah, OK. Now, see, this is one of the cool things I learned from Mike D <laughs> is that I had to start like structuring out my week. So um, it was Mondays were for. Um, what I felt like were my hottest clients. And then you would go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Now my new lead follow-up day was Wednesdays. Um, now from a timing standpoint, I would always dedicate an hour in the first half of my day to reaching out to leads, emails, text messages, and then dedicate a half hour in the afternoon for the same thing. So I guess the way, best way to answer your question is about an hour and a half when I was making sure to follow up with all those calls, texts, and or emails. Well, you know, it's funny because um, that hour and a half that I would actually dedicate, I would dedicate that formally to catching up with everything that I had on a Wednesday. Because it's funny that you asked, Mike D, is that, um, I've had to start structuring my week, especially with the content creation and the marketing, where we have Mondays for content creation, audio production, posting, screenshots, thumbnails. Then we would have Tuesdays for tours, marketing. Um, I still do drop flies and door hangers. I feel like that helps keep me busy make me feel like I'm putting a little bit some extra in the game. So that's my Tuesday thing. Um, but I would always tell people that if you can dedicate that hour in the day, every day, do that. Because um, before that, before I took that advice from you, Michael, I used to always feel like I had so many things to do. Yeah. And it always felt like I was swimming in a to-do list. Yeah. But what happened is, is that when I started making sure it all was structured out, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and the weekends, you'll be surprised how you have a lot more time to add other things to your marketing portfolio or your marketing platform, which I think so, is cool. So what it sounds like you're saying, Rick, is, is that, and, and what we, we call it time blocking for you all that don't know the, like the official term. Um, <laughs> So, you know, as you, now that you've added time blocking to your business, uh, yes. you would kind of redeem or free, you know, redeem some of the time that you would have been losing by just kind of being in that haze of everything, of to-dos. I like the way that you said that, that haze right. of to-dos. Uh, you kind of put everything in its proper place. 
Um, so that's that's good. All right. So all right. So calling from Lee. So that answers. And now she had another question. Uh, right. From becoming a realtor, were you able to make a sale? Oh wow! And have this as see, your main income. No, and, and see, and that's the cool thing. Um, when I came back from Las Vegas, I had some experience since I had been working with a developer in Las Vegas. So from a marketing standpoint, I did have the advantage of having some ideas about how to start my initial lead generation. So from the time that I actually was licensed in Texas, I want to say my first deal wasn't that long. Um, one of the things that worked out for me, and this is something I would always tell all new agents is that um, when you're starting off in lead generation, building your funnel, and I'm sure, Michael, anybody who comes in for their one-on-ones with you, I'm sure you still go over this. I feel like I'm one of the old school guys talking about stuff you were talking about 10 yeah, years you ago. Yeah, you're old school, <laughs> man. Yeah, you know, you're a senior agent. <laughs> right. So uh, the most important thing I would always tell people is to build that funnel. Now, the cool thing is, is with technology, mm-hmm. You can build that funnel efficiently, easier, and cheaper. Um, a lot of times, especially um, if you're a member of HAR or if you're on Wise Agent, they have templates and things like that to start building those funnels. I think the most important thing for a new agent is to think about their message, try to find their realtor voice. You want to try to find a way to craft your message to the public in a way that seems natural for you, yeah. but attracts people to click on whatever it is you're using to drive leads into your funnel. Um, one of the cool things, Michael, uh, that I've seen, and you were talking about this at the beginning of um, today's episode, was that with the things that, the difficulties and challenges we've had to deal with last week in Houston, mm-hmm. people are using that as a way to drive leads into their funnel. Right. So they're building um, landing pages, if you have questions about getting your house fixed, oh, you have questions about listing your home. Oh, your home no longer satisfies your need. Click here. So, yes. and I know that's, it, when you first was explaining to me about building a funnel, it all seems real convoluted at first, but as you get to organizing yourself, and that's why, like you said, time blocking is so important. You can set along, you can set aside time once a week, twice a week for two hours, four hours to just work on building your landing pages and feeding that funnel. Yeah. So once I got that game from you, man, I think my first deal was like within maybe 90 days, four months tops. Okay, good stuff. And then um, we could work from there. But I was always big on handing out flyers and I was real big on uh, door hangers and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I always tell like, new agents, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so it sounds like, you know, you were able to set your intention, right? You set your, you set what you was going to be intentional about as it related to your funnel, building your funnel, even though it seemed complex and convoluted. Once you decided, Hey, I'm going to be intentional about working on this, you know, every day until it's complete, then you, you know, you start working towards it and then you look up, and, and now it's there, right? Um, now you're about to say, give some more new agent advice, man. So go ahead, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I mean, because the thing uh, for new agents, uh, and it's kind of tough because you always hear people say, I'm trying to find my voice. Mm-hmm. And in real estate, there is a such thing as your voice. And what I mean by that is, is it's how you decide to craft your messages to the public. 
you'll be surprised that everything in marketing is on purpose. Yeah. So if you see a flyer from a home builder and they show a family sitting down in grass with their dog and their kids, it's all for a reason. And when, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have to craft our professional message in a way that reflects our brand, but it's still on message, if that's not too convoluted. Right. So, and a lot of times I tell new agents, if you haven't had your first deal in the first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and you're actually building your funnel and working a lead generation and a business plan, and you're coming in for uh, mentoring, the reason you haven't sold any properties or gotten any listings yet is just because you're still trying to find your voice. Mm-hmm. Once you find the best fonts for your messages, the best colors for your brand, the best times to post, the best interaction, when you start interacting with people and you find that niche that you can service. I remember, Michael, for me, what got me started was that um, right to purchase program. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not even sure if the new agents are aware because I know um, after the pandemic came last year, they changed up their thing. So right, right. It, it added a challenge to my personal business because me and you talked about that a lot. That was a lot of what I was building my funnel and my lead generation from. Right. And that helped me to find my initial voice in the market. Gotcha. And I would urge all agents and that is to me what the greatest value of sitting in and getting those trainings with you. Right. Was that we could bounce ideas off each other and I could tweak ideas that you may have had. And I start to find where I am best at reaching out to the public. Absolutely. Absolutely. What I want, what I want you to do, Rick is, is because, um, you know, we, we got maybe about 10 minutes left. I really want you Mm -hmm. to, Talk about your the journey of the Prime Real Estate Network, right? Because I've seen it go from an idea to what it is now. I think you guys are on what your almost your 60th episode with the Prime Real Estate Network. So no, I mean, you know, we've had quite a few episodes, man. Um, you'll be shocked, Mike. We've been doing the show for 121 Thursdays consecutively. See, barring barring weather setbacks. Right. So I, I'm, I'm cutting you short then. So over 100 right, so, with, with the Prime Real Estate Network. So talk about how you how you took that idea and built it into fruition. Like, well, you know, why, why did you even want to add it and build it? And how, OK, what was to your be thought honest, about connecting it to growing your real estate business? Like, take us through to that. Be, to be totally transparent, um, I want to credit you and Larry as well, because you gentlemen promote such an open door policy. Mm-hmm. that I was comfortable bringing this to you in an idea stage. Yeah. A lot of times um, I know other brokerages that I have um, business affiliates, people I've worked with, they tell me that they don't always have that open line of communication with the leadership team. Right. So what I was trying to do, and me and you talked about this, Michael, I needed a, I needed a differentiator. I needed something that could be part of my elevator pitch. I needed something that was more than a business card. And what I thought was the only way for me to build a foundation as an expert and as a market leader 
was to educate people first. Yeah. So what it what it has done for me, it has given me a foundation to be able to go out, market myself, market our brokerage, and market the brand. Because ultimately, when I meet people and I tell them that I do host a weekly real estate talk show, it does um, garner a certain level of intrigue and curiosity. And when they see the number of episodes we've had consecutively, it shows a consistency in my business yeah. that builds trust. Absolutely. How'd you come up with the name? Oh, well, trial and error. Um, mm -hmm. First thing I did was I went to GoDaddy to see what was available. <laughs> so once I went to GoDaddy, I just bought up all the prime real estate different ways that I could buy. <laughs> so, so once I made sure that I wasn't going to get robbed for the name later, yeah, and it was available, to be honest with you, Mike, um, I went to GoDaddy first. I was surprised that it was still available. Then I went to Gmail, and I was surprised that it was still available. Then I went to Facebook. And I was surprised it was still available. And on IG, I was surprised that it was still available. So I said, oh, yeah. well, we got to go with it now. We, Nobody yeah, else we, thought of it. Yeah, we good. We got it. Okay. No, and it was it was just shocking, though, because um, at the time, and Mike, you can speak to this. We've been doing this almost three years now. Mm -hmm. When I first started with the podcast, I thought a lot of people had a podcast. Yeah. But what I realized after we started it is that there aren't that many people with a podcast. That's correct. That's right. That's a true and, podcast. Right. And it's funny, Michael, because the things that sometimes you can see as perceived challenges and perceived obstacles, they aren't. It's all imaginary and invisible. Yeah. So I would tell all of my uh, colleagues, especially everybody who's part of the Brooks and Davis family, that A, I would love to have everybody on the show. You know what I mean? So, so y'all hear that? Like, you know, it's a it's a great Rick's podcast as a, in addition to my podcast, are great platforms to give yourself some greater exposure and awareness to your database, right? So, matter of fact, you know, since you're 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 kind of speaking to them about the opportunity to be on the podcast, you know. How can them being a guest on your podcast help grow their business? Okay, it's super cool because um, since we film in an actual studio, so um, they produce for us, they edit, they distribute. So it's a really top of the line setup. But what I think for all of our guests that it provides for them is a formal opportunity to sell their business to the masses. And the cool thing is, is that since, all of our episodes are on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You will always have that content in perpetuity, which is just a fancy Hollywood way of saying forever. So what we'll do is, is that you have the opportunity to edit the footage. You can cut it up how you would like. You can have it shared on your Instagram reels or your IG lives, your YouTube channels, because what happens is, is that you'll be surprised how many people, when they see you in 4K Ultra, will definitely remind other people that they know you. Absolutely, and it, and it kind of showcases them as an expert, right? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, one of the things that I did when I first got this business, when I, when I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know nothing about real estate or whatever, wherever I went, I always put on a suit. 
because when you have a suit on, people expect that you're an expert. You know what you're talking about when it's all about the appearance. So being interviewed by you and Larry and having questions answered, like you're, you're now giving the world, like you said, Rick, the appearance, the appearance that you're credible in real estate and as a realtor and you're Absolutely. As a professional. So, um, you know, you, everybody should reach out and how, if they're interested in becoming a guest, um, Rick, how do you, how do they go about solidifying that with you? Okay. Well, you definitely just DM me everybody. If you follow me on IG, just follow me on IG DM me because, um, we will be booking guests for, I want to say the month of May, June, and July in the next 30 days. And then there are times where um, due to schedule conflicts or there being national conferences where Michael or Larry may not be available to co-host with me, I would love to always have our co-host be someone within the Brooks and Davis real estate family. Reason being is because, A, I think it shows a certain level of unity and togetherness that I think breeds um, really good ideas and creativity. And then also, and this is something that I think is really, really cool. I think it can always be a catalyst for somebody to find their, their, their voice and their feel in front of the camera. Yeah. You'll be surprised how many people have come through, been a guest on our podcast, seen the setup at the studio, and have reached out to the studio to start their own show. Right. So if I can serve as an inspiration and a mentor for anybody, I mean, I never thought it would be that way, but definitely I'm humbled and honored to do so Absolutely. if that all possible. Absolutely. All right. So, man, we really appreciate that. So we, we got about, you know, five minutes left, Rick. Is there any yeah. any any challenges, whether that's real estate, whether that's life, anything, that any challenges that you have right now? Maybe we can go back and forth about it. See if we okay. Can... No, no, I will. Okay. <laughs> right now, um, with the podcast and my personal brand, and uh, my marketing mentor has challenged me to expand to the other avenues of social media. Like right now, we're active on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and even LinkedIn. But the door I have been afraid to walk through is the TikTok door. <laughs> now, I'm not sure... Um, if anyone has found a real estate professional who's doing TikTok well, yeah. or I don't know if anyone in this chat is on TikTok, but- <laughs> I, I was on it, I was on it brief. I mean, I'm still on it technically, but I was on it actively briefly for, for a little stint, but I got off of The target demo for TikTok is 17 years old, but what they were saying through my uh, research and the studies is that TikTok is going to continue to expand and try to rival Instagram as far as some of the features that they have. Mm -hmm. And those 17-year-olds soon enough will be of home purchasing age. Establish myself there somewhat so that we are on all of the major social media networks. But I just don't strike, I don't look at myself as especially funny. So I'm trying to figure out a tasteful way to be professional, but also be entertaining on TikTok. So I'm open for suggestions. So have you, I mean, you have a TikTok account? <laughs> uh, I, I, I cheat and look at other people's TikTok. So, <laughs> so, so what you might so, want to do, this is some advice. You familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk? Gary V? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, this is some advice that he gave as it related to people getting on TikTok and kind of um, expanding themselves on TikTok. And this was this is what I used when I decided that I was going to, you know, launch into the TikTok space uh, before I pivot <laughs> and decide. Um, he said, you know, start with create, start with creating an account and then go and just spend hours. And he literally was like hours and days of just looking at other people's stuff on TikTok, right? right? I mean, really it kind of goes in line with some of the things that, you, that you've spoken about as far as finding your voice. It's like, right. you know, just go on there and spend hours on TikTok until you, that, until you come to terms with what your voice could be. Right. TikTok, right, so it's like a, a, you have your moment of inspiration and say, all right, now I got it. This is how I'm going to leverage and utilize TikTok. So that was some advice that Gary Vee gave. Something as simple as get, create you an account, just go on there and just look at as much stuff as you can. Well, yeah, I appreciate you, brother, because that's the that's the final frontier, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, man. All right. Well, I mean, that's 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 all I have, man. You have any last words uh, for the people, man? I really appreciate you doing this for me, man. I know this is gonna be a great show once we get it out. A lot of people are gonna be helped, and I'm so glad that you came. No, man. I I urge everyone, man, um, everyone, Brooks and Davis family, affiliates, everyone hearing this particular show, follow me on Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. Follow the podcast at Prime Real Estate Network. Um, check us out. And if you are a real estate professional, a service provider, entrepreneur, business person, reach out to me, man, because you'll be surprised how this platform can give everybody a nice jump into that next quarter of the year, depending upon what time of year we have you on, man. So I invite everyone. Um, I would love to have anybody sit in and anybody who feels like they have co-hosting chops I always I like to have I, an active list of possible co-hosts, man. Yeah, man. I think I think it's my I think it's about time for me to make my appearance again, man. I think the people want to see me. I think the audiences want Michael G. Davis, man. I think it's about that time. Next time you come through, I'm gonna have to have my tailor-made suit because every time you come <laughs> through, they all they talk about is how Mike be fresher than you. So I'm gonna have to get my thing all the way together. <laughs> oh, and, so that's why I ain't been invited back. Nah, no, hey, look, nah and, I get it now. Hey, hey, look, and if you think I'm playing, go watch them past episodes with Mike B. You see how that boy comes to the show. Boy. Come on, man. Yeah, check me out. I, I know that like, when I when 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 I got my first invitation onto the Prime Real Estate Network because I saw how you boys had put it together. I saw how it was in the studio. I say, man, I got I I can't let him down, man. I gotta I gotta show up right. Now you was the man that day, brother. I give it to you, no doubt. <laughs> you was the man, bro. Absolutely. All right, but man, you gotta have up. me back on here though, Mike D. So hey, no, man, man, you I, know I got. I, I got this stuff for you anytime, man. All right, perfect, man. I'm, I'm gonna figure out a way to get more because I mean, you're a wealth of information. Like we're already, people are already saying that how they that you gave great information and they appreciate you sharing it. Uh, Ellen says she loved that you use yoga and meditation. That's so helpful. So I mean, you you have a lot of depth to you, uh, and you're you're a major asset. If I've never said it to you publicly. You're a major asset to Brooks and Davis, man. We're so glad that you chose us and that you're with us and, and that we're going to continue to grow together. So that's on that's on camp. I mean, that's the, being recorded, bro. I can't even lie and say I ain't say that to you no more. Oh, man, like I tell you, man, I appreciate you for having me, man. If I come off as a weirdo, it's because I'm left-handed. So <laughs> if, you got any, if you got any lefties in your family, give them a hug. Yeah. Show them love because I know we can be a bit weird, but we mean well. Yeah, my daughter, look, 
<laughs> hey, look, left left-handed people have a special place in my heart too, man. My daughter, she's left-handed. So Oh, for real, for real. Yeah, she left-handed. My my youngest daughter. And she weird, so I get it. No, I'm just hey man, I tell people all the time, man, I'm a lefty and I'm a Libra. So I'm the weirdest <laughs> of the weirdos. Absolutely. Uh, and yes, to answer, I think that's a great question, Elizabeth. Um, you do not have to be a the the real to life podcast to be a guest is for agent members like Rick as well as affiliate members. So I want you all affiliates to come on this board. I know y'all have a story, y'all have passions. Uh, and as you come into this business, you go. I mean, look, work life balance is real, right? We know. Mm -hmm. So you know, let's start talking about it. But you know, the the idea about this platform is as a professional, a real estate professional, allowing you the opportunity to share your other passions to the world and show another layer and a dynamic of who you are. So if you're interested in being a guest, uh, um, there is real simple. There's a guest questionnaire. Uh, matter of fact, if you just put in the chat who's interested and I can directly send you the link so you can go ahead and fill out the questionnaire. How long did it take for you to fill that questionnaire out, Rick? Oh, no, that was a quickie, man. That was nice, quickie. like two minutes, man. It was real yeah. nice. So it's two minutes. It's not difficult, not hard. Uh, send the information. I mean, let me know in the chat, and I'll, I'll, um, and I'll get that information out to you. All right. So let me go ahead and wrap the podcast up real quick. Um, I always wrap it up like this. Want to let you know we are premiering uh, the episodes now. So we started last week premiering our first episode uh, with with Jessica Joseph. Uh, we premiere them on the Facebook business page. So if you want to actually see the interview, then go to facebook.com. You'll see all of the interviews, the videos. But if you want to listen to them, uh, then currently we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. So this week, we're going to be broadcasting the interview with Shay Gardner. Uh, so that was a great one as well. Um, just a reminder, when I create your new life, you get an hour of CE credit. So, you know, but the student must be logged in, must show your face. But as long as you hold to these, um, um, these requirements, then you get that hour of elective credit. So definitely want to remind everybody about that. Uh, and as you listen to the podcast, you listen to the interviews, you hear about the opportunities that we have here at Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. You know, all of our guests, uh, and it's, that's a blessing so far, uh, our agents that we've interviewed have had great things to say about us. And they've, they've kind of exposed you all a little bit about some of the programs that we offer, the things that you can take advantage of. So if, uh, if you're a realtor with another brokerage firm uh, and you're, you're considering a change or you're you know brand new, just getting into real estate and you're interested in learning more about our affiliate program uh, that can get you in here, get you connected faster, uh, then schedule an appointment, go to this link. Uh, you can schedule an online or in-person appointment uh, and you can learn more about all that we have to offer. Uh, and then finally, with uh, all of our social media, opportunities uh you know are you again i encourage you our youtube channel is a great way to check out the videos that we have it's a great way uh to learn about our culture uh to get some information get educated um so that's a great resource to have uh, and our facebook business page is a great resource to be connected to as it relates to staying up to date on all of the events so we're doing right now we're running about three to five events a week uh, whether virtually or in person. So that's a great way. Our Facebook business page is a great way to stay connected to all of that. And then you have my personal, my personal uh, 
social media that you can engage with me on as well. Um, so with that being said, I see I, I have my interested coming in. Now, Tanya, you've been on the the, pod, the Real to Life podcast already. Now, I think, Tanya, you may be talking about uh, being on the Prime Real Estate Network. I know right. Tanya's been on. Matilda, I got you scheduled already. So Elizabeth will get you going. So I'll send the information to you, Elizabeth, on how to uh, be a guest on the Real to Life podcast. And then Tanya, I'll connect you. Well, uh, oh, you know what, Tanya, you're not on Instagram, right? Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll get you. I'll get you connected with Rick, so you can be, you can be a guest. I think you'll be a great guest for the Prime Real Estate Network. Okay. Um, cool. So I'll get you connected with him on that. And then Matilda, you're going to be on here real soon. All right. All right. With that being said, that's the Real to Life podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. I uh, want to thank my guest, Mr. Ricardo Davis, for sharing some great wisdom, some great gems today, uh, and you know, creating a, a wonderful podcast. If you all have not gone to and seen any of the episodes of the of Prime Real Estate Network, I greatly encourage you to um, go check, go to the YouTube channel and check out the past episodes, especially the ones where I was hosting and I came in so you can see how fly I was. Uh, definitely encourage you to do that. Uh, with that being said, man, you guys enjoy the rest of your week uh, and we'll be talking to you soon. Have a great one.